What up, 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 the fuck is up? It's the Close Your Ass Podcast. It's your boy, motherfucking Ice Pick, Ricky Hicks, Eric, whatever you may choose to call a nigga. Just let it be something nice. What's up with y'all? It's April 27th, 2020. <coughs> it's Monday. <coughs> That's a marijuana cough, not a corona cough. Niggas smoke good all day, every day. Don't get that fucked up. For rip. But yeah, like I said, this is the Close Your Ears podcast. You know what I mean? Quick little introduction again. I'm Cousin Rick, Ice Pick, Eric, whatever you want to call me. You know, I got a lot. I got many nicknames or whatever. But again, this Close Your Ears podcast is here. It's a platform, you know, for, for, for my... uh neighborhood, my community, my my city, my region, my area, my my zip code, my area code, you know, the whole, you know, it's a small world. At the end of the day, this all is real. This, all this shit is connected closer than we think. So, you know, this I just wanted a platform for the people, by the people, you know what I mean? I plan on interviewing, um, you know, people with, with positive things going on for yourself that, 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 uh, that directs to the communities, you know what I mean? You, whether it's a motherfucker making clothes or, you know, you just doing something positive, you know what I mean? Uh, artists, you know what I mean? I, I, I let you promote here, all that type of shit, you know what I mean? Just pretty much, you know, something for, we don't got nothing around here. So, you know, this is why not me be the person to bring something for the people, by the people. But without that being further uh, spoken on, um, how I like to start my show off, you know what I mean? I like to, I like to make sure we throw something I call the black facts, which is just you know, we get we get Black History Month. If you're lucky, you know you you might get some jewels dropped on you about black people or you know what I mean, how our people contributed to the call American culture and everything else. If you're lucky, you might, but. If you luckier, you'll tune the fuck in and every week, you know what I mean? I can drop some knowledge. Somebody that did something in the past that we could be proud of. It ain't just rappers. It ain't just ball players or them type of people. People that really made a impact in everyday living for everybody. You know what I mean? So today I'm going to start off with, and I never heard of this person. I had to dig and pull my thinking cap out and dig deep to find this one here. And what inspired inspired this was um it's a lot of motherfuckers posting food on social media and that shit's looking fucked up. Yeah, you know if you if you fuck with me on 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 the social media tip, you know I don't got no problem jumping on a motherfucker's picture and letting them know that food look fucked up. You know what I mean? Who you feeding that to? You you gonna get that to your husband or them poor kids got to eat that shit. You know, I don't got no problem expressing myself. You know, I let a motherfucker know, like, that, that shit ain't popping. That shit ain't fly. That shit ain't appetizing. I don't want none. You know what I mean? You just got to let motherfuckers know when they think they they, they stunt. It ain't even just the shit on them. It's, you know, sometimes you can just let a give a motherfucker a little friendly advice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is what I usually do to my chicken because I done seen motherfuckers put some big chicken that look like 
they dipped it in water after they took it out the oven, then put the barbecue sauce on. So, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just might have to, you know, let a motherfucker know, like, oh, how you make your chicken? Because what I usually do, you know, you could be smooth about it, but you know what I mean? Whatever. Back into the black shit, you know what I mean? Like I said, that inspired all this, but um, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about Edna Lewis. Now, Edna Lewis was um one of the most influ- influential figures in modern Southern cooking. A renowned author and chef. Born in 1916 in Freetown, Virginia, Edna grew up on a farm where she learned to cook. After her father died when she was 16, she moved to uh, Washington, D.C. Living there briefly before settling in New York, she worked a series of different jobs until she began cooking at Cafe Nicholson in Midtown Manhattan, offering a simple menu of dishes like biscuits and herb chicken roast. <clears throat> roast chicken, I'm sorry. I ain't even start smoking and drinking yet, and I'm fucking up. Soon as she became a local legend, and cooked for likes of Salvador, Salvador Dali and Eleanor Roosevelt. She left Cafe Nicholson in 1954 and started catering and teaching cooking classes in the American Museum of Natural History. About 20 years later, she wrote the Edna Lewis Cookbook, which began working with the renowned editor Judith Jones on a second book. After Jones pushed Lewis to find a more distinctive voice, the Taste of Country Cooking was born, which became Lewis's most, most significant cookbook, expanding on her southern roots on how she would grow, harvest, and cook which, what they planted in Freetown. It is celebrated for its focus on simplicity of southern food and emphasis on farm-to-table eating. That's dope, farm-to-table eating. She went on to publish In Pursuit of Flavor in 1988, The Gift of Southern Cooking, written with Scott Peacock in 2003. Uh, Lewis passed away in 2006, but she is still recognized today for being a leading food voice in America. So that's that was a new one for me. I, I never knew nothing about this lady. I kind of just Googled black cooks. But like I said, it. The inspiration came from seeing fucked up food on the timeline and shit. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Let's, 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 I could have did George Washington Carver. You know what I mean? His name definitely popped up in the Google search, but that's one I already knew. So, you know, I ain't want to go there. I, I already, you know, I already know a little bit about George Washington Carver. So I just wanted to do something, somebody different. You know what I mean? Somebody new, somebody I never heard of. Everybody else I've done so far. But this is like the seventh practice episode, so everybody else I've done, I pretty much know about, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that one out there. Bitches learn how to cook. Niggas, too. Y'all niggas learn how to cook, too. It ain't just bitches gotta learn how to cook. You niggas post some ugly-ass shit, too. You, this, this is what's fucked up. A couple years ago, some gay nigga, nothing against gay people at all. Nothing against gay people. Gay nigga posted, I don't know what holiday it was. It was Thanksgiving or Christmas. This nigga posted his food. So the shit was fucked up. And I kind of made it a holiday tradition of me when people post food. To if that shit fucked up, I just say, so. you know, I get my holiday laugh on. You know, I ain't clown they shit. You know what I mean? It's fuck it. Because at the end of the day, I never really understood 
why people post these holiday plates when 75% of us pretty much have eaten the same fucking thing every fucking holiday for the past however many years you've been alive. So now motherfuckers, you know, so some people don't make your traditional Christmas plates. I don't mind looking at that. That's, that's you know, that's something different. Something different for my eyes and taste buds that I normally wouldn't taste today. You know what I mean? But y'all motherfuckers that just want to flood the timeline with these same dry ass traditional plates, then it should be fucked up. Yeah, let's let's change. I'm gonna change tradition a little bit. We 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 gonna get this shit cracking. So you know what I mean? Like, gay dude get to threaten me and all type of shit. He made a live video talking about he beating my ass when he see me. I jump on the live video. He ended it. I ain't gonna fight no gay nigga off. I ain't fight nobody over no motherfucking social media. However, if it comes down to that, you know what I mean? We just see what the fuck happens. But shit don't be that serious, man. At the end of the day, social media, you gotta understand everybody gonna have an opinion about shit. That's the one good thing about social media. It's also the bad thing about social media. Everybody can have an opinion. Once you put your shit on, once you whatever you want to take a picture of, whether it's your kids, your outfit, your money, your belt, your haircut, your, your weave, what the fuck ever. Once you hit sin, you got to understand motherfuckers just might give their opinion about the shit. Everybody ain't going to, you know, some people won't keep it real. Some people might be hating. Some people might just be keeping it real. Whatever it is, you either can ignore it. Block them or whatever, or, or you, you know what I mean? Just take it like a G. Ain't no need to get all in your feelings and, you know what I mean, talk a whole bunch of shit you know you ain't going to do. That's just, that's, that's, that's just foolishness. That's fuckery. That's befoolery. It's goofy shit. You know what I mean? Just, you know what I mean? Brush that shit the fuck off. But anyway, with that being said, and this is the first time I actually ever recorded by myself. I ain't gonna lie, so far I kinda like it because I can get a little bit more. I could take my time and talk and shit. Know what I mean? But it's a, it's a little boring. I ain't gonna front. I really gotta sit here in front like I'm talking to somebody that ain't even listening to this shit yet. It's a little crazy, but whatever. So far, so good. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna try to keep this shit under 45 minutes. That shit hard to do with with two other motherfuckers or one other motherfucker. Especially if I got who been with me, my cousin riding with me. Jamal the Aboriginal. You might get to hear some of the clips. It might come out later. You know what I mean? Other past joints we did, but cuz get deep, so it's definitely keeping shit under 45 minutes with him is almost like hell nah, that ain't gonna happen. But you know, we gonna see how things work out with this joint. How much I like doing it, sitting here alone, you know what I mean? And then we gonna put it to, to test it to the shit I got with other people. Then we, you know, we just gonna combine and just practice. Before we get ready and invest this bread in this shit and try to make some bread and, and make a platform for this shit, I'm gonna make sure I do this shit right. So, you know, yeah, nigga doing a little practice and testing this shit. But back to the COVID, man. COVID continues. COVID, this is some shit, like I've been saying, this is some shit I ain't never 
We we seen a lot. You know, I was born in '84. Us '80s babies that seen a lot. You '70s babies too, cause y'all seen the um. If you from around here, we we used to have a power plant around here, Three Mile Island. So y'all y'all seen that shit fuck up. I think that might be a little bit more scary than COVID to me. That's some real shit. But yeah, this COVID, man, this shit's fucking the... I can't... I don't even know if it's fucking the world up. It's definitely fucking the America up, man. America don't know which way to go. And, you know, a lot of y'all want to blame Trump. I don't, I don't be on that bandwagon, blame Trump. Yeah, because it's fucked up. He's an idiot. He don't know what he's doing. All that is true. But why I'm not going to just beat the dead horse about him? Because at the end of the day, this good old American system allowed someone with with no 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 qualities, no experience. This nigga might have never even been a crossing guard, man. I mean, if if y'all going to give this nigga the opportunity to, to, to weasel his way in there. Man, power to the nigga that can do that. Yeah, man, fuck that. I, I look at it like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, we we know he ain't the brightest crown in the in the box and all that other shit. But at the end of the day, man, again, I'm 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 more upset with the system more than the the, the monkey that 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 rigged or, or cheated. Then y'all say he cheated. If he cheated, well, hats off to him again. If he cheated to get the fucking Bravo, nigga. More niggas should have cheated to get the fuck in there. If that, if you know what I mean, it's the seat for the presidency. Why? Well, I, I think I'll probably cheat if I could too if I'm running for president. Fuck it. Shit. Bravo to that nigga though. But yeah, the, this COVID shit, this shit. I'm sitting here sipping. This <coughs> Crown Royal. I shouldn't even be drinking. I was in the hospital for my pancreas and shit. I'm thinking. First, I'm thinking it's just gas or something. You know what I mean? So I ain't paying that shit no mind. I think the pain might have started like on a Saturday. So I'm thinking it's gas. You know what I mean? It don't go away. Realize, nigga, you ain't even been farting. It ain't gas, but whatever. So I'm still sipping like it's nothing. Living life, you know. On lockdown style. We playing the game. Taking naps. Smoking. Drinking. Re wake up, do it all over again, same shit. So then it's like Sunday, so I eat Sunday. Then the pain went to another level. So I'm like, man. I go fret. First thoughts was, I think this bitch poisoned me, cause I I kind of dug into her ass a little bit, like right before that and shit. So you gotta be. That's what I'm thinking first. This bitch poisoned me. So, you know what I mean? After I eat, I eat a second plate. And it's like pain got worse. I see what I don't peep in is like the more fuller. When your pancreas is fucked up, your pancreas digests your food. So it's like the more you eat while it's fucked up, then the more pain is going to cause. Because, you know, that's, that shit is pressing on, I guess, your stomach or whatever is pressing on your, your, your pancreas or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Pain is getting worse. I'm still sipping. You know, trying to suck it up. You know what I mean? I'm drinking kind of try to help the pain a little bit. Not knowing I'm fucking it up even worse. 
So I think it's Sunday. This is what Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday come around. Pain still fucked up. I'm still kind of thinking I was poisoned. I'm like, nigga, make yourself throw up. So I go make myself throw up, expecting it to be whatever I just ate. And that shit was straight. You know how when you when you when you get the hangover and you get the throwing up that next morning. And then at the end you get to that yellow shit, you get the throwing up in your stomach lining. I don't know if y'all alcoholics or you know what I mean drinkers, partiers or whatever, but you know, in my lifetime I've done a lot of vomiting due to alcohol. So you know what I mean? I know what the fuck be going on. So I'm like, yo, I, I know I ain't been drinking that much. I'm throwing up my stomach lining like I was hungover or something. I don't, you know what I mean? I've just been sipping, you know what I mean? Not knowing that collectively over this time of, of quarantine and shit, I didn't had like four bottles in like two, three weeks. That's a lot. Big bottles, not them little joints. I might have had like one little joint. All of them was like the $40, the 40 bottle of the, uh, of the, of the Cuervo and the bullshit ass Amsterdam. I had like two bottles of that bullshit. So the, I keep throwing up. It's just still stomach lining. So I'm like, okay, it's to the hospital we go. I get there and shit. I explain the shit to them. They do the little, um, they do the little cat scan and shit. So yeah, then it came back. Your pancreas is fucked up. They like, man, you should inflame a little bit. So I'm like, damn. I, at this point, I still didn't know what that meant. Like, you might have to stop drinking, period. I knew, I kind of figured the, the alcohol caused it once, whatever was wrong with my stomach, whenever I started throwing up that yellow shit. But, so, yeah, you know what I mean? When I'm about to check out, though, so I'm only in the hospital for like a day, not even a full 24 hours. They made sure my black ass is out of there 23 hours. I ain't had no insurance. So they made sure, nigga, you cool the fuck up out of there. But the nurse never told me, you know what I mean, but I was leaving, he, he told me to chill, let your body heal. He never officially said, oh, you got to stop drinking. And I don't need them to tell me that, you know what I mean? If you know alcohol, it's part of the cause or whatever, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely been chilling and falling back. But I'm going to front, I took a couple shots. I've been taking a couple, my, my, my grandma passed away last week. So when I got that news, I, I definitely threw a couple shots back for my mom. Mom had to do that, and I, you know, I, I peep it. It didn't. I didn't feel no um effects on my stomach or nothing. So I kind of felt good about it. And I've been drinking wine though. I've been drinking, trying to stay off anything hard and shit. But I'm cheating again today to do this with y'all, cause you know this is what I'm used to doing. I ain't never recorded drink. Well, I did actually after that. I think when I got out the hospital, I recorded one and didn't drink. I think, nah, I had a, I had a, matter of fact, yeah, I, I ain't drink no liquor, I had a slushy though, double D slushy. But yeah, so that's, that's how COVID and then put a foot in my ass a little bit as this shit continue, but let's talk about the motherfuckers that's, um, that's going out protesting for the country to be opened back up. Now see that shit, dumb, 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 and and see around here we in we in Harrisburg, PA. In case you all know, capital of Pennsylvania. 
So, you know, motherfucker, these, these white people, you know, they ain't, they, it's their God-given right. See, this is the thing y'all can't be hypocritical about. Now, y'all tell motherfuckers like me that don't vote y'all, y'all the reason Trump in office. Y'all throw a lot of blames at us, blase, blase. I hear you. Shit don't be making sense to me. If the motherfucker cheated to get in, it don't matter who the fuck voted. If the, if the nigga cheated, as y'all say, he cheated. You, got, you make sense with your shit. Pick a side, stay there. You know what I mean? But it's their right to go protest. Now, if, if you vote and you participate in this government and pay tax, even if you don't vote, you pay taxes. It's your right to speak out if you don't agree with the government is doing on what the shit they, you know, how they running shit. So that's their right. Now, whether whether they're wrong or right. That's what you got to look at first. All right. You don't agree with it. You think they wrong. However, it's still their right to get the fuck out there and probe. Then they had them guns on them. Oh, my Jesus. They was locked and motherfucking loaded to let y'all. And see, that's that's why they going to put the pressure on the motherfuckers to open the shit back up. Because, see, they know, you know what I mean? They show them guns to let them motherfuckers know, man, we ain't the fuck playing. That's what we don't do. We want to go out there and sing it. Sing them little church hymns and shit and talk all that non-violence and peaceful shit. Them white motherfuckers is telling their government, them same white motherfuckers, man, we gonna fuck the quit playing with us. Just like the motherfuckers that support Trump. Get him out of office and see what the fuck we do. Like, they ain't the fuck. Us niggas the only ones out here fucking playing around with the shit. We talk about the shit. We uh, wanna act like we woke and shit. But we don't do shit. We, we just talk shit. That's all the fuck we do. That's why I don't take shit too serious when motherfuckers threaten me online. Niggas just talk shit. You know what I mean? One of them white motherfuckers get to talking about they do something. I'm going to take that a little bit more serious because white people have been shown in, in, in history. Shit don't go their way. Somebody going to feel that pain. You know what I mean? So... But at, 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 like I say, at the end of the day, it's their right to protest. So we, we judging them for protesting their God-given right, just like you got the right to protest when we feel shit don't go right, you know what I mean, for us. But then around here, niggas, this very next day, that that's criticizing them good old white boys, them good old white folk. Y'all motherfuckers want the motherfucking Chinese restaurant as soon as that shit opened back up. Like, to the point that this Chinese restaurant that has been in the hood I'm 35 years old, so that motherfucker been there at least for, I can remember, 30 years. That shit been there at least 30 years, because I can remember that shit since I was a kid, small kid. This motherfucker been open 30 plus years. This shit reopened up, because, you know what I mean? Y'all made that shit the trending topic for two fucking days. Two fucking days. Chance and Chinese food dominated the timeline. So it's pictures, it's video, nigga, the parking lot flooded, the lobby flooded, people wearing masks, some people ain't, just like at the protests, it's people wearing masks, it's some people that ain't. Same difference, niggas, what the fuck is y'all talking about? And, and then on top of that, like I said, Trump, Trump, now he... 
He's ignorant. He's a fool. He's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called it the Chinese virus. Okay. Y'all thought that was ignorant. Let's talk the facts. Where did this virus come from? This is what y'all news tell us. China, right? Okay. So how is he really ignorant for calling it the, the Chinese virus? All right, it might be politically incorrect. I guess. I don't know. I damn sure ain't politically correct. So you know what I mean? But I'm... But then, I mean, so y'all going to go eat Chinese food while the China virus is going around? I mean, just... I I I ain't, I ain't claiming to be the smartest nigga in the planet. I, you know what I mean. I wasn't the valedictorian of my class or none of that type of shit. Uh, cause I ain't even been eating out. I, I slipped up. I had a you know when the first couple weeks hit. I had a I had a mental breakdown. I had to go to McDonald's and get a quarter pounder. You know what I mean. I don't even normally eat quarter pounders when I do eat McDonald's, but. I was, like I said, I, had a, I relapsed that day and something just said, nigga, go get a quarter pounder. I went and got a quarter pounder. I got that quarter pounder. I ate that shit, smoked some weed. And I felt like I fucked a random bitch raw. I'm like, yo, why the fuck I eat that shit? I don't, like, <laughs> I don't, keep it real. You know, you fucked up random off. We, we grown. Let's act like we, we grown. I know some of y'all done fucked somebody random or that free. They might not even been a random that first time you fucked them. And you fucked them raw. You know, in the back of your mind, you like, damn, I hope this motherfucker was clean. Checking your shit, you know what I mean? That's how I felt after I ate that quarter pounder. So I ain't even had the urge to eat out since that. Real shit. And then on top of that, I seen a motherfucker that work at Sheets tested positive. So. Yeah, I'm I'm cool on the fast food. I'm, I'm cool on that shit. You know, a couple my little knucklehead brother, he he was talking about well, what's the difference between going to the grocery store and eating out. I'm like, number one, that eating out, these people were directly touching your food. From the food itself to the wrapper the foods in, to the bag the foods in, to the knacking they give you, the straw. They're touching all that shit. If you can't break down what's the difference in that and then the grocery store where your food is packaged, your food, you know, you can wipe your, your packages off before you put it in your refrigerator. Most of your food, again, majority of your shit is packaged and, and been on the shelf for a minute. So, you know what I mean? But if you can't decipher the difference between that, then you know what I mean? Some of you... Niggas, y'all might be monkey number one of the outbreak. You know what I mean? And that's all right. Because, you know what I mean? If you knew better, you'd do better. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's... that's uh, but, yeah, like I'm saying, niggas, niggas talked about them white people for protesting and then ran straight to chance. Like, what the fuck is y'all niggas talking about, man? See, I don't be the one to be with the... I'm, uh, you gotta, you gotta let these niggas know when they be fucking wilding. When y'all, when y'all fucking acting like idiots and just making noise for no man, let these niggas the fuck know. Cause y'all, y'all at the end of the day, y'all make us all look bad. Cause y'all be the majority, the ones that don't know shit, do the most motherfucking talking when y'all on these outlets. So somebody gotta come and tell these motherfuckers like, yo, shut the fuck up, you dickhead. <laughs> but uh. That's enough about the COVID shit. No, I'm tired of talking about this shit.
honestly. Shit's all on the news all day, every day for like the past eight weeks, seven weeks, whatever. However long we've been locked the fuck down in this motherfucker. And, and, and this is what's crazy, though. Everybody tripping about being in the house. Nigga ain't gonna do shit but go to the bar when you're the fuck allowed outside. Some of us is gonna go to the gym. A small percentage of us will go to the gym. But y'all niggas ain't ready to do shit but get the fuck away from them kids. Them badass motherfucking kids. You know what I mean? Ain't, ain't shit, ain't, what is it to do? Y'all, y'all claim Harrisburg is so boring anyway. So what the fuck is so hard about staying in the motherfucking house? Get your motherfucking minds right. And I ain't gonna get on the whole mask shit wearing a mask in the car. I ain't even gonna open that can of worms up today because I don't feel like talking about that goofy shit because I'm tired of talking about this virus shit altogether. So we're gonna go to motherfucking that 1200 and the niggas that couldn't get that 1200 because they owed that baby mama probably a little bit more than 1200 <laughs> Yo! But now... And this child support shit only came up because a homie of mine, um, a homie of mine made a post. And his, and his post is basically saying, in a nutshell, how frustrating it is for you to pay child support. And you don't see that money reflecting on your children. And that's some that's some real nigga shit right there. And and, and don't, don't get it fucked up. Men ain't the only people that get put on child support. There's women on child support too. So so females gotta stop, number one. Soon as a man say something about child support, y'all come in defense. Like women don't pay child support too. And then y'all gotta stop. Some of y'all don't even have a nigga on child support. You you don't pay child support. So it's like sometimes, man, it's 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 okay to just sit there and watch the conversation. Sometimes you don't you don't always gotta jump in speaking on some shit you don't know nothing about. You don't you, you really don't like it. And then motherfuckers be ready to argue and debate. And go, and then you don't even, you don't even, now this man speaking from his personal life experience, I'm commenting from my personal life experience, because that's something definitely I, I dealt with as a father. I paid child support. I, I had birthday parties. I had to provide and get all this shit. Like when, when my son came to my house, there was no overnight bag. Dad had to go out, buy his own clothes, his own sneakers, have his own birthday parties. Dad didn't get food stamps. I still had to feed my son when he was with me. Real food. You know what I mean? I, it, it wasn't no eating out. Now, we ate out. I ain't gonna lie. We ate out. But I just, I, I, I balanced it. I ain't eat out too much. You know what I mean? If I had him from like a Thursday to a Sunday, I cooked at least two of them days. You know what I mean? Two of them nights. Sometimes. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I still had to, you know, provide the same thing she had to provide. So you get... Why you gotta provide everything? I gotta provide. You get assistance from me. That's the game. I ain't mad at that part of it. That's 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 cool. That's all in the game. 
That ain't the part I'm mad at. That ain't the part the nigga like him probably, and he ain't mad at that. But again, when you do this, when you pay that shit, and you pick your kid up, and the outfit you he got on, the clothes is faded, the clothes is too small. Like, cause this is what my son's mom would do. My son's mom, my, my son got an older brother. They about six, five, six, seven years apart. Maybe even, I don't know, but somewhere around there. She had a bag of the big brother's clothes. She would, when, when she knew I was picking him up and it, I was taking him for the weekend or whatever, she would put the fucked up clothes, the old fucked up clothes on him. So, uh, like I say, clothes would be too small, clothes would be faded. Man, I'm taking them shits off, I'm throwing them away. You know what I mean? Of course, when he go home, now I ain't, I wasn't even the type to, to bitch and complain. Where the outfit at? Where the outfit at? I sent him with. But she would do that shit. Man, I bitch, I threw that shit the fuck away. Why are you throwing my clothes? We swapped. You got you got an outfit. I took the, what I could do with yours. I threw that shit the fuck away. Putting that shit on my fucking son. You know what I mean? So, like, y'all don't be understanding, like, where people, because they ain't just men. Like I said, it's, it's women go through the same thing. So it's like, y'all be commenting on shit y'all don't know nothing about. So it was somebody, you know, somebody I fuck with, you know what I mean? Sisters like, and also she's somebody that, that don't got nobody on child support, don't pay no child support. She's like, well, I can understand if, if the parents out dressing in, the, the, the kids and all that other... And I'm like, nah, it's different aspects to it because it ain't even about the parent out dressing the kids. But it's just like a lot of shit that... And before I even get to that, like number one, and, and this is just real shit, because this is what I kept preaching on a drink. I'm like, it's about financial responsibility because women was talking about, well, child support can go for... The bills and all this shit. Your, your child live under that roof. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I, I get y'all. But that's that's that broke bitch mentality. Because number one, if financial, being financial, financial responsible for, for yourself and your children means number one, if you're going to have that kid, don't have that kid unless you can take care of that kid by your motherfucking self. That means the mom and the dad, which is where... I'm sure 95% of us fucked up. We we had our kids. We wasn't ready. We wasn't financially in a place to, to be creating children. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that mom could die during the delivery. That father could die after the delivery. You might have to financially take care of that kid by yourself. You can't get child support for a deceased from a deceased parent. You might can get life insurance if you're financially responsible. It might be some life insurance, but you ain't getting no child support. So, and then, come on, we we all, we've we been around the block. We see how this shit go. The deadbeat that thing, it's, it's, it's not a myth. Niggas, it's deadbeats. So, again, stop having all these motherfucking kids. But I ain't even going to get on in that. But like I say, financial responsibility is, is being able to provide for that kid with no assistance from the, from the government. From the other parent, if need, if the other parent want to be a deadbeat, from the government or nobody else. So why I say that is because there's no reason why that child support 
can't go directly to them kids. Your bills is going to be your bills. Now, if you got three kids, of course, you got to get a three-bedroom or whatever. Your rent's going to go up. Okay, well, again, stop having all them motherfucking kids. But don't, don't take the money that's given to you for them and be putting it towards bills. And then when, when something else come around, football season come around, and then you got three kids, you got to get cleats for and sign up for football practice. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I fucked my whole train of thought up. I had to answer this phone call real quick. Oh, man. Motherfuckers. Now, what the fuck was I saying? I think I was talking about the motherfucking... Uh... Oh, yeah. About if your bill, your rent, or whatever. You know what I mean? Your bills are going to be your bills for the most part. So then, you know, somebody brought up, well, your kids can run your water bill, your electric bill, high, blase, blase, okay. Number one, you should, as a parent, you should, I'm sorry, but you should better control how much electricity them kids is burning in your house if you're paying for electricity. You should better control how much water your kids is is, is is running up on your water bill if you paying that water bill. So, again, you can't blame that shit on the kids. And like I was saying, my man that paid the child support, you put that shit on bills. That's what I was saying. Football season coming around now. You got to buy three cleats or whatever for football, three sets of uh, registration fees, then you want to gonna try to hit his pockets again if you don't got the money for that shit. Now, granted, granted, by law, when you in that courtroom, that judge is gonna tell you you owe that money and you in that courtroom and you you thinking of every fly excuse he can throw at her to to, to tell that judge why he ain't got that money. The judge is gonna tell you your only obligation because you know niggas would be the yeah, well, his birthday just came, and I bought him this for his birthday. My bought him that, 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 that. Judge don't want to hear that shit. You're obligated to pay this bill, whatever's supposed to come out, your check or whatever every week. That's your obligation. All that extra shit, the judge don't want to hear that shit. So then y'all get mad at a nigga when he's like, I'm going to just pay the child support. Don't ask me for nothing else. Because you made it about... You, you took it to the courts. You made it law now. He got to pay this money or go to jail. You really can't fault that nigga if it's don't ask me for nothing. It, it don't ask me for shit. It's a little fucked up because at the end, the child is the one missing out. But again, if you're getting assistance and we're going to keep it funky. Let's say six out of ten of y'all that's getting child support. You're probably also on Section 8. You're probably also getting food stamps. Let's not forget around, I know around here, they used to give they used to give bitches little vouchers to get vans and cars and shit. So it's like you 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 getting a lot of motherfucking assistance, but you you, you know what I mean? But then you want to play the little petty games and and and, and then 
not put the good clothes on the kids when you send them with the how the fuck a, and this is what I used to say how the fuck a five year old even got bad clothes he shouldn't even have a set of bummy clothes and how he's only he only been living for five years now I can see once they get 13 and shit your play clothes and shit five year olds don't got play clothes so you know what I mean that's just to break that shit down you know what I mean? That that was something that's always a touchy subject and females always want to voice their opinion, especially when the when the nigga get to talking about child support. That's my take on that shit. I'm cool with my child support. That shit don't affect me no more. I ain't getting my twelve hundred is going to her. Hats off to you. Have fun. Spend it wisely. Make sure my son get to enjoy some of that. And you know what I mean? If he don't. I ain't even that that's between you and him. You know what I mean? But let a nigga let a nigga vent just like y'all get on here and vent, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, it ain't just men that pay child support. So it'd be some women that, that probably might not speak up, but that, that they can they can amen that shit and, and and definitely feel how a nigga feel, you know what I mean, if you're going through the system. But um like I said, I'm going to try to keep this under 45 minutes. We at 40. I don't know how to spark a new part up, but bitch made me lose my whole train of thought. I told her I was about to start recording. Before we get out of here, though, let's talk about this last dance. The only real good shit I could say I've seen since the lockdown. I've seen Money Heist. Money Heist is all right. I seen um, Extraction. Extraction was decent. I've seen a couple good movies, but this is that real shit. I'm from, this is that shit. I was a kid watching sports and shit. This is the shit I grew up on. So this shit in the game is totally, totally different from what it was then. So anytime I can watch that good old, old footage of them old games and shit, I'm always watching that shit. But of course, this is specifically on the, the last season of the Bulls, which <clears throat> as a kid, I ain't really know they was really going through that much drama. Like the um the owner that brought in Phil Jackson, he had no reason, but he was just getting rid of Phil Jackson, saying this was going to be his last season, and this is before the season starts. Like, we're firing him after the season. After they just won their second championship, uh, what that was just their no, that was the after they just won their fifth in seven years. So that it was the second one since Jordan came back though. So you're gonna fire him. They was only paying Scottie Pippen like two million a year. I had no idea Scottie was the most retardedest nigga to ever shoot a basketball, cause this nigga was damn near if he wasn't. He was top five for sure in the league. You know why Jordan was in his reign. You know what I mean? It might have been niggas like Hakeem, Malone. I can't even, you know what I mean? It's a couple, but Scottie Pippen was definitely one of them top dogs out there. So for him to only be getting two million a year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who signed his fucking contract? Who read that shit to me? That's what the fuck I need to know. I'm hoping you couldn't read or some some crazy shit, cause ain't no way in hell. But 
This shit is this shit is good TV. Ain't no sports on, so you know to go back down memory lane, see some of this shit. This shit is hilarious. But um, besides Scottie Pippen being raped, the last episode they was um they dug a little deep into uh Dennis Rodman's path and how he got to the Bulls and shit. This nigga Dennis told them niggas did now. This is the start of the '98 season. Scotty's hurt. Scotty's hurt. I think the first 35 games of the season. So they start out struggling a little bit. They putting pressure. You know, Mike is putting pressure on Rob and telling him you gotta be my number two guy and shit. So Robin break down and tell these niggas, man, listen, Phil. I need to go to Vegas. I need. I need to unwind. I need a vacation. So they said, Phil called Mike. It's like, Mike, listen to what Robin got to say. Robin's like, yo, yeah, man, I need a vacation. Mike's like, you need a vacation, nigga. If anybody need a vacation, I need a vacation. So Mike's telling Phil, you know, listen, you let this nigga go to Vegas, man. We ain't going to see this nigga. Long story short. Motherfucking Phil to get him the okay. He said, you got 48 hours. Go ahead and take your little vacation. They ain't see this nigga robbing for like 99 hours because they had to go get him from Vegas. They had to take a flight to his hotel and go get him out of his bed. Shit is crazy. Like, Robin was a real rock star for real, yo. Like, that nigga ain't give a fuck. And they were showing him out partying with Carmen and Electra and shit. Robin, salute to that nigga Robin, yo. That was that was definitely the highlight. He he his story outshined Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen had that 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 slave ass story. How he out there playing for free and shit. Robin was living his motherfucking life like a G, yo. Hey, fuck, hey, and he, and he would get his nails done and wear dresses, hey, that's his thing, George said, nigga, just get this rebound and play some fucking D, nigga, that's all I need you to do, but, um, I'ma wrap it up, get the fuck up out of here, smoke me and roll me another joint, probably throw another shot back to celebrate my first episode alone, I'm a little anxious. I can't wait to, to toss this to somebody so they can critique my shit. You know what I mean? Give me a little feedback on it. But like I said, y'all be hearing from me soon. Won't be practice soon. It'll be the official shit. Y'all niggas be safe. Just keep your ass in the house. We out. <laughs>